Welcome to the Nightcap, your weekly review and preview of Norway Knights football. If you missed this week's action, get the latest news, analysis, and game summary on the weekly Nightcap with me, Joe Smith. Hi, everyone. I have spoken to some of the Norway faithful this weekend. Excitement is in the air. That's right. The Norway Knights football program is on track. And don't look now, but your Knights are on the move. That's what the UP poll says, at least. Let me tell you what I'm talking about right now. The Knights coming off of three wins in a row, and that last one was a big one, knocking off the undefeated Forest Park Trojans 40-6 at home. Well, Friday night, the Gogebic Miners, with a record of 1-3, and three, came limping into Norway with injuries and illness that I don't think anyone who's been watching closely this year actually thought Gogebic had much of a chance to pull the upset on homecoming night. True story, as the Knights got busy right away receiving the ball to start, Nice opening kick returned by Wyatt Spade out to the Miners' 48-yard line. It was a solid drive as the Knights wound that clock down to 8.25 after nine plays. On that ninth play of the drive from the 14-yard line, quarterback Cole By and shotgun put Wyatt Spade in motion from the near side, faked a handoff to Spade as he came through, another fake to Ian Pop up the middle, and then looked downfield to a wide-open Landon Amundsen, who broke off from his tight end position, to score the first TD of the game and put the Knights up 8 to nothing, It wasn't but two plays later the Norway defense made some noise. Gogebic quarterback Boyd Lynott in shotgun formation took the snap and ran to his right, then up the middle, but it was a perfect form tackle by Hayden Amundsen, putting his helmet right on the football, popping it free. Speaking of pop, it was Ian Pop, who has had the nose for finding turnovers. He picked up another one at the 41-yard line and took it straight down the field. Uh, for the Norway score. That gave the Knights a 14-0 lead with 7.38 to go in the first quarter. This defense continues to set the tone in the last three games. The Norway defense has only allowed six points in each game. Could they do it again here tonight? The Miners get the ball back but are unable to get anything done. Really all half, they were shut down by the big D of Norway. The Knights up 14-0 in the first quarter, have the ball on their own 39-yard line, and decide go for it on 4th and nine. Now, I spoke about this in the nightcap last week and the pregame Friday night. It seemed as if By and Alex Ortman were due to connect, and I predicted it to be a long ball in the first quarter of this one. Well, you know what happened on 4th and 9. That's right. In shotgun formation, Cole By sent wide out Alex Ortman on the go route, and Ortman blew by his defender within the first three yards. By took two steps back and let it fly from the 37-yard line, hitting Ortman in stride on the Norway 30 and cruising untouched into the end zone for the 61-yard touchdown pass. It was a pretty play and a darn good prediction, I must say. The Knights are looking unstoppable going up 20 to nothing at this point with 4.42 still to go in the first quarter. It was more Norway offensive power in the second quarter. On first and 15 from the Gogebic 25-yard line, the Knights line Ortman and Spade next to each other on the far side. By gets a snap. Ortman comes outside to inside and takes the defenders to the middle of the field as Spade heads for the corner of the end zone. Pop in the backfield goes to the flats on the far side, drawing linebacker attention. Well, that leaves Wyatt Spade with one-on-one coverage, and Spade can typically get up and over a single defender. By sees single coverage on Spade and quickly knows where he's going with the ball. 25-yard TD pass as Spade goes up to pull that one down and put the Knights up 28-0. Well, There's one name we haven't called out offensively yet, and by the second quarter, this guy has usually found the end zone. 
So with 4.32 to go in the half from the 50-yard line, Spade goes in motion from the far side, crosses over the center, and at the snap of the ball, heads up field, making a key block on the middle linebacker. As you guessed it, Ian Pop takes a handoff, follows Spade, and goes untouched 50 yards up the middle for the final Norway score of the half. It was a dominant performance by the Norway Knights in the first half as they head into the locker room up 36 to nothing. Here's my weekly halftime thought. Goals, they're important to have. From the first practice I attended with the Norway Knights the week prior to the opening game of the season, Coach Pop said, this team has a goal. They want a ship. I said, what? He said it again. They want a ship. I said, what do you mean? They believe they can win a championship this year, and that's what they are determined to do. I thought, all right, that's a bold, courageous, and it's edgy. Then I thought, well, everyone says that, don't they? Who doesn't want to win a ship? But, you know, this sounded different. I'm not sure why, but it just sounded different to me. So I thought to myself, what is an achievable goal? Well, it has to be realistic, possible to complete, and it has to happen in a certain time frame. First two are important. Is this realistic? Of course, this team has the talent, the leadership, and looks to have the desire. So if it's realistic, is it possible? Oh, yeah, it's possible. Just look at the competition. I can tell you, the Knights team were closely looking at the North Central game last week as things unfolded there. North Central lost their first game since, I believe, 2019 last Friday night. The Knights are in the mix this season. The Knights jumped from number five in the UP football poll last week to number two this week. Norway has already overcome obstacles to achieving this goal. They have won four straight since losing the home opener in week number one. They have overcome multiple injuries, as so many athletes have now stepped up to ensure success. The offense has always been scary good, and now the defense is playing with confidence and toughness. I say don't back off your goal, Norway Knights. From what I've seen, this community is behind you. The coaching staff is dedicated to your goal, and you have shown in the first half of the season you have something to prove. You will be tested at home in the final three games, but I personally can't wait to watch what you can do. Remember, no matter the outcome, your dedication to achieving your goals is admirable, but more importantly is how you conducted yourself on the journey. Icing on the cake if you're successful on the goal, but the impact you have on your teammates, coaches, opponents, classmates, and your community will be the true legacy you will leave on Norway football in the year 2023. Carry yourself as champions, compete fiercely, and always honor the game we love to play and watch with superior sportsmanship. And that's this week's Halftime Thought. Let's get to the second half and the third quarter. But before we do, congratulations to the homecoming king and queen that were crowned at halftime, Wyatt Spade and Jessica Larson. Gogebic down 36-0, got the ball first to start in the third quarter, and it looked to be a team that was ready to get back on the bus and go home. The Miners ran clock in that third and fourth quarter as if they were leading. And I guess it was hard to blame them. They came to Norway banged up with injuries and illness, from the week prior, and I'm sure they were hoping to get back and, and get some rest for next week. But before the bus left, Norway, the Knights, got on the scoreboard one more time in the third quarter. This time it was Ian Pop, who was the lead blocker, for Spade on the handoff, and after Pop delivered the, the block in the hole, Spade sprung free down the sideline for a 44-yard TD run to put Norway up 44 to nothing. Gogebic did have one positive note on the night, and it came with 8.40 to go in the fourth quarter. 
The Miners down at the Knights' five-yard line when quarterback Bodie Lynott fakes the handoff to running back Henry Steiger, tucks the ball and scampers to the corner pylon and scores the first points of the game for the Miners. That was the last points of the game, finishing up with a score of Norway 44 and Gogebic 6. It's the fourth game in a row that the Knights have now allowed six points to the other side. Gogebic falls to a record of 1-4, and four, and the Knights improve to 4-1. and one. Now let's get to the stats. On offense, quarterback Cole By was 4-for-6 for, six for 139 yards and three TDs. Alex Ortman had one catch for 61 yards, resulting in a touchdown. It was Wyatt Spade. He caught two balls for 60 yards and a TD. Landon Amundsen had one catch for 18 yards and a touchdown. On the ground, Ian Pop had 10 touches for 103 yards and a touchdown. Wyatt Spade ran three times for 60 yards and a TD. Andrew Hotamaki carried the ball 10 times for 49 yards rushing. And it was Bryce Adams who ran the ball four times for 27 yards. Total offense for the Norway Knights was 378 yards, 139 by air, and 239 by ground. Defensively, Hayden Amundsen had 11 tackles. Ian Pop had eight tackles, one for a loss, and, of course, a 40-yard fumble recovery for a TD. Maddox Berkland had eight tackles, three for a loss, and Cameron Varda. Varda made seven tackles and one tackle for a loss. Now let's talk about the game Friday night. Believe it or not, it's the last regular season game on the road as a nice pile in the bus and make the two-hour-plus journey to the 4-1 and Ontonagon Gladiators. This really should be another good game for the Norway Knights, and here's why. But first, let me tell you about WHDO Radio 106.7 FM, The Mountain. Make sure you have 106.7 FM saved in your favorites for quick access to all the Norway Knights football games this season. You can rely on WHDO Radio Sports for all the action. And as I always say, if you don't have access to the FM dial, go to the web and stream the game on whtoradio.com. Anytime, anywhere, it's WHTO Radio Sports you can count on to make sure you don't miss a play of Norway Knights football. If you want to hear the nightcap every week, head over to simplysmith.com, click on the nightcap tab, and get all the latest episodes. You can also go to the podcast section and get your audio-only version here. The nightcap is available via podcast on most podcast platforms, including Spotify. If you are a Facebook user, please follow my page at simplysmith.com. Sports, it's all new and it's developing, but get my views and perspective on Norway football at simplysmith.com or on Facebook at simplysmithsports. That's simplysmith.com for the nightcap and so much more. Now looking to week six, and I would expect Norway to have a good outcome again this week on the road against Antonagen. Antonagen got off to a good start this season as they beat Gogebic by 10 in the home opener, crushed Stevenson by 28, had a forfeit victory against Carney Nato, lost to North Central 34-70, and last week beat Ironwood 33-8. So on paper, the Gladiators may seem to be a bigger challenge to the Knights than I think they will be. You can't take any team that is sitting at 4-1 and one lightly, and I wouldn't suggest the Knights do so. That's typically when you get tripped up. But looking at the matchups, here's what I see. Antonagon has a big offensive line and look to be athletic, but are fundamentally not getting off the ball very quickly. The Knights' defensive line should pose trouble for the Gladiators both running and throwing. The Antonagon quarterback likes to do the read option as well as fake and go himself. 
He also has a very talented receiver out on the edge, but I do believe Norway will make it difficult for the Gladiators to get the pass off with a strong rush from the Knights. Defensively, I also think the Knights should be able to control the line of scrimmage, even though it may appear as if they are undersized compared to Antonagen. I have seen the Knights get off the ball, and their first step will push back the rush of the Gladiators, opening up holes for Pop and Spade and making nice passing lanes for By and Ortman. I would expect a more competitive game than we experienced last week, but at the end of the night, Norway should easily pick up the win and jump on the bus, quickly celebrating this victory, but also immediately starting to plan for what could be the night's biggest game of the year next week at home against number one Pickford. Kickoff is this Friday night, and I'm excited to see just how good this team can be as they truly improve every single week at every facet of the game. Join me Friday night in Ontonagon. I will have the WHDL Sports pregame show starting at 5.45 p.m., followed by kickoff at 6 p.m. on 106.7 FM, The Mountain, and streaming live at whdoradio.com. If you happen to miss the game, come right back here to simplysmith.com, and I will bring you the nightcap and give you a preview of the night's week six game, home against Pickford. Oh, that's going to be a big game for the Knights and a sneak peek of what could we could expect come playoff time. I can't wait. Thanks, everyone. You're listening to the Nightcap with Joe Smith. Put in the effort, put in the time, and live life with purpose.